When Shamrock Rovers got one back, tears came to my eyes. When we went two went up and I heard those thousands of Sligo people, I was proud and we went out and won. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. More drama here. Gilani. North. Elding. 3-2. They'll be looking for Stenson's head away at the far post. And over it comes Elliot. Stenson! 1-1. Welcome along to episode number 112 of the Bidred Supporters Trust podcast. Ronan Flanagan here this week, joined by Donald Kelly. Donald, how's things? Fantastic, Ronan. Sean Dunn, how are you? Right, Ronan. Jerry Connor, what's the crack? All good, Ronan. Cheers. Uh, what's up, David McGee? All good here, Ronan. All good. So this week, we'll look back on Friday's 1-0 win over Derry. We'll hear your shouts from the shed end. And we'll also look ahead to Friday night's game. Last game before an extended break away to Bowes at Daily Mount Park in Dublin. So, lads, we'll start off with last Friday, 1 0 win against Derry. Uh, Donald, it was uh, two wins in a row, I suppose you can start off with first. Well, yeah, Ron, it's the first time we've had consecutive wins in the league, anyway, since uh, a year and a half, 18 months, I believe. So that in itself was uh, something to be very, very happy about. Um, it was a great performance. They both halves, I thought, we were excellent. We really, you know, the, all the stuff that we were we were asking for, uh, I suppose, winning second balls, uh, being in people's faces, intensity, playing with the high pressure up the up, high up the pitch. Everything that we looked for, everything that we've been speaking about the last, the last, uh, the last number of weeks. To be fair, uh, we got it in spades, and uh, it just like it was just it was an amazing night. It was just one of those nights under the floodlights. You just it just won't be bet. The whole town is bouncing afterwards. It's just oh, it's just class, class. And Sean, it was uh, like Donald mentioned. I suppose the aspect of the night, and but it's the what what impressed you the most. On Friday night, I would say our approach to the game, Ronan, that we didn't just sit back and try and absorb pressure from Derry and hit them on the break. We actually took the game to them. We showed absolutely zero fear, and tactically, we completely outclassed them. To be honest with you, a little bit of a scrappy affair in the first half from both sides, but uh, I don't think the referee obviously will get onto that later on as well. But uh, he didn't help that situation. But I thought overall we were just brilliant and that the mo- that was the most impressive thing for me is our actual approach towards the game very attacking very positive throughout and uh, I think hats off to John Russell and the players and just on Russell actually his team selection was just absolutely spot on where as I was saying I think Jerry even agreed with me in the last week that you know it wouldn't be the game to start Burton he completely proved us wrong on that that Burton was unbelievable throughout the game, I thought. And his his persistence with Niall at right full instead of playing Branifac there when you think obviously naturally you just bring Branifac back in and maybe put Niall back into midfield or whatever. Like that was a stroke of genius because Morahan 
had Duffy in his back pocket all game. He did not put a foot wrong and he kept one of the best players in the league quiet. He, he barely touched the ball. Anything. He read everything that came over that side. It was uh, honestly a near flawless performance. I thought he was brilliant. And the, and the fact is though, there, there was players I even thought played better than Nile. So that'll just go to show you what, what the performance really was. But all in all, without getting too far ahead, just our approach towards the game really impressed me. And Jerry, it was, uh, you know, for all the talk about Derry and like Sean has kind of singled out Nile Moore and there for all the talk about Derry and their their midfield and their, you know, they're such a fellow and such a fellow, but certainly we certainly held our own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, look, I think, I think Derry have kind of probably got too much praise this season from people around the league. I think they're, for all the players that they signed and for all the money that they have, I would they're just above average to be fair. Um and it was a great chance for them really to push on this season and win the league, considering Shams aren't aren't great or they're a very aging squad. Um maybe Derry are a couple of centre forwards away from, from putting a proper title challenge together, but I think if push came to the shelf, I think Shams had another gear in them to go to go further ahead really over the course of the season. Um with that too, such criminal crying out of them since fucking everybody else's fault but their own that they didn't win the last night. Um you know, they didn't do enough. They didn't do enough to win the game. Uh very unimpressive. And from our point of view, I think uh yeah, look, we we kinda we've adapted our game. Uh we're getting the ball probably that bit quicker forward, maybe one pass less. Still playing nice football, but just not overdoing it. Um, and I think the goal as well, again, you know, great ball into the box. But the difference is now there's men in the box on the end of it. Um, and we could have scored another one pretty soon afterwards. So, yeah, look, all in all, it was great night, wasn't it? Touch on the goal, David. Um, you know, as Jerry mentioned, the uh, the Derry folks aren't too happy, but... Um... Once it goes into the back of it, who cares, really? Yeah, exactly. They were cribbing and crying all game, and they were cribbing and crying all weekend, it seems, on Twitter and every other social platform you've seen. Tough shit on them. As Jerry said, they didn't do enough to win the game, regardless of that. We probably had an easier chance as the ball fell to Stefan that time, and he and he skipped it over the bar. But yeah, it was it was just a much better performance in, in everything the lads had said. You know, we matched them in every department. We were solid. Team selection was right again. It just looked like a more mature, complete performance from every single one of them out there. When you look at the, the fullbacks, very different fullback performances in terms of as good as Niall was defensively and didn't give Duffy a sniff. Reese was on the attacking thread on the other side to give that balance. He was driving past. He was overlapping. He was coming inside when he got a chance. Created the goal. He done a little bit of showboating and flicking the ball over people's heads. It was everything you wanted to see from him. Now, I thought Gary Buckley was excellent as well. Greg, right through the spine of the team and I know we got a lot of slack over the past few weeks and, and it was much better last week but I was really impressed by Pedro as well and more so in from something we haven't really seen from as much but I thought he, he had the two uh, two centre-backs rattled in, in the air because he, he was winning flick-ons we know how good he is on the deck of keeping a keeping the ball at his feet, holding players off and linking the play. But I thought he was really good in the air, you know, putting the ball into the right spaces when he was getting flick-ons and allowing bodies to get beyond him. 
Um, and he was unlucky as well not to not to have scored. Um, like we said it last week. He needs one to go in off his arse or someone else's to get him off the mark. But I thought he was really, really good and unlucky not to have scored again. So, yeah, brilliant night Friday night. The crowd were rocking. Um, the whole the whole place was was going ballistic, and you could feel that intensity and and see how much it meant to everybody in the ground as well. It was it was brilliant. I think um, just on uh, Pedro there, he, he kind of reminds me of, a bit of um, Max Mata the season before last. Um, and I think he's, first, look, Max had the full season before that, the first full season, whereas not, or Pedro's only come in with a few games remaining in the season. But I think he's further ahead than where Max would have been at the same point last year. Um, I know he hasn't scored a lot of goals, but he hasn't played a lot of games. But I think the goals will come. Um, and I think he is learning very, very quickly. Uh, and again, just to pick up on what you were saying there, Dave, you know, he, he occupied the, the centre halves the last night and gave them a, a good showing, you know. Um, whereas if you were to say three weeks ago, he wasn't doing that. So he's learning rapidly. He's he's an intelligent player. You know, you get the ball in and around him. You know, he holds it up well. He brings players into, into play. And he's starting to get into the box now where we want to see him. So I wouldn't be surprised to see um, Pedro pick up the mantle from Max and Keane and Johnny Kenny the season before and, and score a right, right few goals next year. So uh, I said the same thing about Max Matt as well, if you remember. And I have every, I, I think he can, he can replicate that. Definitely. Well, Jerry, Jerry, one of the biggest things you'll always see for a striker is if he's getting chances, if a striker is continually getting chances, then that's the sign of a good striker. Fair enough. The goals might be just coming just yet, but once a striker is getting chances, that's the most important thing. It's when a striker it's has, instinct, you know? yeah, he's getting in the right positions. He's doing the right things. It will come. Just once one hits the back of the net, it'll flow like a river after that for him. I, because I think, as you say, his positioning and everything is very, very good. And he's brought in different elements into his game now in the last couple of weeks. You're starting to really see the player he, that John and Ryan or whatever the coaches have wanted to see. It's starting to come through to true fruition now. So, Look, just hopefully he can get a goal soon enough because I'd love to see him get a couple before the season and out that he can go into next season really buzzing and, you know, on top form. For a lad that hasn't played an awful lot of football, like, if you go back to, like, his his uh, improvement is rapid. So, yeah. you, you know, um, and I wouldn't overthink not getting the goals yet because I think he's, he's only played about five or six games, right? And he's only played five or six games in a long, long time. So to show the rapid improvement that he's shown and people going about he hasn't scored, that's that'll come. You can see you can see the quality in him. I think he's benefited though from um from David Cauley playing in a more advanced role as well. It's kind of maybe freeing him up to, to kind of maybe stay more advanced in the pitch as well, which is uh I suppose he's able to focus more kind of on troubling defenders rather than having to drop deep and, and do the things that we're kind of complaining about what he was at uh, previously. No, but he has improved leaps and bounds and his work rate was absolutely phenomenal, I thought, on um, on, on on Friday night. He didn't give those centre halves a minute's piece. He was absolutely, he was he, he ran his heart out and uh, that's all you can ask for any player that, that, that was on Rover's charity. So, so fair play to him. And just like the lad said, I think it's, it's only a matter of time before the goals come, so hopefully sooner rather than later. I agree with you on the David Cawley point as well, Donald, because I think if you look at the way Cawley's played that number 10 role now the last two games, he's nearly played it as a hybrid version of it. That is not just... He nearly drops into midfield as well an awful lot. He drops a lot deeper at times in, in a defensive setup, 
and it's it's allowing Pedro to hold hold his position up top and not come back looking for the ball all the time because that's what was happening there as well. With Pe- Pedro was nearly sitting on the halfway line nine times out of ten in the game. You know what I mean? You're bouncing your head off a wall with that with your striker. Now that he's staying up, he's far more involved in the play and that is due to David's positioning on the pitch as well. Uh, like there's another lad that was absolutely phenomenal the other night was David Cawley. Unreal, unreal. What, what a common presence on the ball. Like he just, every time he got it, he was just taking smart touches into himself and then laying it off and, and taking it again and turning. But constantly turning and being an attacking presence as well on the pitch. You know what I mean? There was no that's one thing. There was no going backwards from anyone on the pitch. Everything was positive. And there were constant like Reese was constantly dragged into play as well. He was always a trek going. And they used him wisely. So they did. Like Carlos Sullivan as well. I granted he was played out of position a little bit as well. It left me feel like. But he still ran his heart out and gave everything he could. But um, you know, especially Collie though, I just thought his positioning was brilliant in the in the game. You know, and Dury couldn't handle him. They didn't know they couldn't pick him up. So sort of he was constantly coming up in pockets of space and giving us an outlet throughout the game. He was brilliant. It was funny though too watching the game. You know, uh, at the time, like, at no point did I think we were going to get beaten. Yeah, you know that kind of way. I never felt that they threatened us or they never looked like threatening us. Yeah, they had a fair bit of ball, but they were doing nothing with it. Like and like to be playing against the the team that's second in the league, um, yeah, you just you just felt comfortable, and I I just thought I, I would have I would have left the show at this point had we not won. I do think yeah. Jerry, you're probably a bit harsh on, on Derry. I think if if Derry had a quality uh, centre forward, that they would be. A lot further on than what they are. I, I, That's I, what I said though earlier on. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, but yeah, you, 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 I, do, I think you, you said they're just I suppose I, I'm not taking I'm not taking anything away from us by saying that. I think the reason they were weren't great was because we worked hard and we yeah. nullified them. I'm not taking anything away from our team. Uh, so sorry, it probably might come across like that, but it's definitely not. No, I I, like, I just feel like two that, shots on target throughout the whole game. Like yeah, like we limited them. You know, yeah, people can say, yeah. I know this, oh, Jerry, you were shite, Jerry, you were shite. But they're still second in the league. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. They're second in the league. I didn't feel that we looked threatened or anything by them, but that's oh. down to our... We were, we outworked them. We outfought yeah. them. We out, we we wanted more than they did. That's, yes. that's, that's what it felt like to me, yeah. I don't know. For all the giving out I give, I, 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 I give out. I remember we were in the, the, the coffee shop and Jerry, you were leaving me in and watched a bit, uh, watched a bit of the game. And I, I said, you could, you, you recall, a guard came in at halftime and he says, if you appear handcuffed here, someone you want to do a job on that referee, he's absolutely atrocious, right? But I will say something about Rob Harvey. He got the fans. He got that place fucking rocking. Those, those, I mean, he, gave four, he, he gave four yellow cards there in quick succession. But I tell you, that lit a fucking firework under under the, the support there as yeah. well. And it, it seemed like under the players. It, that was, the, it felt to me like that was nearly a catalyst to for a springboard for us to, to kind of you know you know something just roll up the season and say fuck this we're, we're not having it tonight and uh, it was brilliant just the whole thing was just was just excellent yeah turn a negative into a positive yeah yeah but like realistically though lads like it can't be acceptable that referee in performance like yeah because at the end of the day like it's absolutely atrocious for both sides like 
you know, like he gives, as you already said, Donald, he gives us four yellow cards in the first half, and there wasn't one bad challenge in that first half. You know, the, all the yellow cards were for nothing things. Like he gave John Mahan a yellow card for asking why he gave a foul. Like, come on, yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Carry on, so it was. Yeah, child. Yeah, he didn't ask for the booking. He asked him why it was given. He didn't ask him to book your man. He just like, it was down in front of us, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's also yeah, and and one for John Russell, whatever that was about. John got aggro because of a bad challenge somewhere else, but it, it was not that, like he was fully in his in his rights to to give out and, and get frustrated by the way things were going. I, I think what was crucial for me the other night as well, given how those yellow cards came out at the end of the second or the end of the first half. Sorry, the crowd was wild up. They got a chance to give out process at a half time as we were all we're always doing anyway. But Rovers came out and went on the front foot straight away. They set the tone and, and Derry never got back in, in the pace of the game. Yeah, they got a bit of ball of possession as, as they were going to likely to do, but they went at them straight away and didn't relent, you know, in a in an organised way about it, not just going completely gung-ho. It was really disciplined in how they went about the, their attacking and obviously their defensive side of things, but they went at them right from the first whistle in that second half and the crowd just fed off that as well and... As I said earlier, they were brilliant, but it was great to see because there's times in the second half of games, as we've seen previous in the season, where we've wilted and we've kind of lost concentration. It's all fallen apart. And like that Derry second in the league could very easily have happened again, but we took the game with a scruff of the neck and, and, and went down and won it, which was great. I have to say myself, and Jerry were in that corner there as well for, for our goal and absolutely no way did it come off uh, Stefan's hand. It came off his chest, come off his leg, he dicked it with his hip, Never touched his hand, did it, Jerry? <laughs> Never touched his hand. didn't hit that hand either before he played the ball in. It's like ping pong around every other part of his body, but didn't touch his hand. It's all my own two eyes. The only thing that nice man got right, got right all night. I tell you one thing, though. Like, even going back to Rob Harvey there, like, he had an absolute shocker for us in the first half. We played an absolute blinder for us in the second half. He even plays his part in the goal. Because Nando plays that ball out to Hutchison. Harvey does a wee step over so he doesn't let it throw his legs out to Hutchison. <laughs> <Don't miss> it. <laughs> right. yeah. it's, a, it's a wee cracker of a step over, so it is. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Must and have got a goes, call for it, did he? Oh, it was a, a wee beauty. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, they, like, to not give that penalty for them as well. Uh, like, brushing yeah. basically with GBH on the pitch. Like, yeah, it's, it's mental. So Look it is. We've had so many of those decisions go against us, right? Oh, yeah. And you could see, but, but, but likewise, it, I've clearly it wasn't clear-cut because if it was clear-cut, he would have given it. So I thought myself the core player was backing into, was, was, was backing into, into, into Brushy. So, you know, yeah, me, I look, where I was, I didn't think it was a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been on Brushy's back and you still wouldn't have thought it was a penalty. yeah. 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 I think it's harsh if it's if it's given against you. I think it's harsh if you get it. You're kind of happy days. It's kind of one of those ones, fifty fifty, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. Maybe so. Make, it, just, yeah. it just looks a bit. It just it just looks clumsy. I suppose that's all. You make your own luck anyway. And we, we did enough. Like, but we were by far the team. As I said earlier on, we wanted them more. We outbattled them. We outwitted them. You know, everything from our performance was absolutely top class. So. We were the deserved winners in the night. And as you said, Jerry, they're ironic. If we didn't win that game, you still would have believed in the showgrounds. Even if we just threw that game in, we would have believed the showgrounds there with a sense of injustice because we did enough to win the game. We did enough to win two games that night. Do you know what the thing was as well, though, Les? You know, the substitutions throughout the game, like, 
the standard never dropped. No. Everyone that stepped onto the pitch, they kept it at a high level. And obviously, like, even when John made the more attacking swap in the second half, like, it benefited us more. We were far better for it. So we were. Like, Stefan was brilliant when he came on. Like, his movement yeah, in the second the half reason, was excellent. The reason, for, the reason because the reason it didn't drop is because it's probably the first time this year we've had a decent, well, it's only now we're starting to get a squad yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. In in the first half, in the first half, uh, when Matt got injured in the first half, they're all warming up. And you're there and you had you had Lucas and you had Danny Lafferty and you had all these like fellas that we pushed for a first team place. Like it was like a proper bench warming up. Uh fellas looking to get on. We haven't had that in we haven't had that in nearly two two thirds of the season. We haven't had that, you know. So But yeah, if you go back to the dirty game away. The one where we were where, where we were beat two one and we felt in uh, injustice coming out, you know, with the two penalties yes. given again, etc. Yeah. etc. Et well, and no disrespect to the lads that were on the bench that night, but if you compare the bench that night compared to this night, uh, you know, it's, it's chalk and cheese in terms of experience and whatnot, and probably the last, probably that, the, not alone did the penalties kind of kill us the last night, but we didn't have you know, experience to bring onto the pitch in the late stage of the game where you're probably trying to hang on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a huge yeah. thing too. Like, you know, benches can win or lose a game for you too. Yeah. Not lose a game, but... How will the can, Jerry, in fairness? Yeah, because, you know what I mean? Like, you even... No, because I think you're making a good point there because you're going to that Terry game as well. And if you remember rightly, I think due to injury or something, didn't it? We, had to, we ended up having to put Wilfred Charlotte left back. Yeah. Yeah. In that game, you know what I mean, and that's where the goal comes from. In on that left hand side, and that wasn't necessarily down to Will, but you know what I mean. We we're just all we were lost at sea towards yeah, the end you, of the game. You look your momentum in your shape, and it's yeah, you know. Yeah. Whereas the other night, like even you'd like for like replacements, and then you had more attacking replacements coming on. Like Barlow came on there, and he was he was brilliant when he came on. Absolutely. That injection of that injection of energy just came at exactly the right time. And he came in and he threw himself about the place. He was good on the ball. I could have strangled him for not keeping the ball in the corner towards yeah. the end of the game. <laughs> but look, uh, you let him off then because he absolutely smashes one of them there at the over at the far side of the stand. Then, and you know, it's just things like that were just needed. You know what I mean? To keep the fans going, keep the team going. You need little bits and pieces like that. You know what I mean? Someone clattering into someone. Nando, when he came on as well, I thought he was excellent as well. To be fair to him. Uh, and again, he played a big part in the goal, but also like he he broke once or twice from from the defence, and they didn't they weren't able to deal with that either. But having said that, he was controlled in the way he did it. I felt anyway, you know. So I I was really impressed with him as well in his performance when he did come on too. And I have to say, Lucas Browning, uh, I thought he gave us a lot of composure and just settled things down when he did come on as well. I thought he was very good too for his for. Uh, for, for when he came on he didn't again people are always kind of saying oh he's always passing back he wasn't he 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 just kept things ticking over he got his tackles in he kept the ball moving and always looking to get forward putting us on the front foot as well so I thought he had a very good he, he had a very good uh, uh, cameo or whatever you want to call it as well to be fair to him I think that's the first or second I think that's the first or second time only this season that we've used five subs really yeah. yeah, I can. I, there's one other game in the. I can't remember which one it was. Now it could be wrong, but I think I can't remember a time where we've emptied the bench. 
Yeah. And you know, it's it's lovely to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and again, I, like keep the same standard, like yeah, because as you says, Donald, with Lucas, like, and it's a, it's a good point. Like he did come on, and yeah, he did play a few balls back into the centre halves and back into the full backs, and a, but it was with purpose. That's what was needed at that time. Retain possession, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. take the sting out of yeah. the game then as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't need to be bombarding them all the time. Yeah. And lads, so it wasn't. Richard Bush has to get a massive mention as well, to be fair. Oh, brilliant, wasn't he? Like, like, that's that's second game in a row, second clean sheet in a row. You know, yeah. like, it's just game management and, and I suppose that bit of experience whereby, you know, if the ball has to be fucking cleared, cleared. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 there's yeah. nothing, just, uh, it's, it's simple. All his job is to do is to keep the ball out of net. That's it. Number first and foremost, you worry about everything else and after that, but, um, uh, he was he's been magnificent and he's really kind of steady things down at the back so it's great to get him back and you know I think it, another yeah. thing that stands out for me in terms of obviously having more bodies back and, and your senior pros are there to be able to empty the bench and keep the high tempo up and everything like that is it's competition for places now you don't have some young lad snapping at your heels you've got a, another season pro in behind you who wants to get his minutes who wants to get on the pitch so every day in training a higher, more, you know, a higher caliber of player. No disrespect to the young lads, but they're only learning their way in the game. So you've got seasoned pros there that are that are on your arse to take that jersey off you, take that position off you every day of the week. So maybe that's raised standards a little bit more as well, and it's given the lads a little bit more drive to go and hold on to the position if they are called upon to start. So you know, it's it's hopefully all positive signs. Look, we're not obviously not going to try and get carried away. It was, it was a great result for it, but they're all little. Kind of side, kind of uh, stories run alongside it to to hopefully remain positive for us moving forward. I heard he was um, I was just reading there. It was in the in all the the Derry websites and newspapers and all that. He was very apologetic after the game. Um, I think um, about the the penalty. He said there oh, should have been a penalty. I'm awful sorry. He was apologising to Brian Brian Mar about. Or Brian. Who? Or Brian. Yeah. Or Brian was all upset over. Who was yeah, apologising? Oh, Richard, Richard Brush. He, went he, was, off, he, he was an issue. He, he went in. He went into the dressing room after the game with the with with a big uh, bag of Rolos, and he says, "I'm awful sorry, lads." I think he did Father Jack impression. I'm so so sorry. <laughs> big bag of fresh air from out here in Killani, you know. Yeah. As the saying, "Dirty take your oil." Yeah. I have to say it all, lads. Uh, Rory Higgins will never win a league title. I'm sorry well, to tell him. He, he he can give that up now so he can because for a man that was... Like, that was a pressure game, but not high, high pressure. And all he done was pace his technical area from start to finish. He completely shit the bed. He was lost at sea. He had no answers. John, John Russell schooled him tactically the other night. He, he, he genuinely he had no answers to anything. Even all the substitutions were all just like for likes. So he threw nothing different at us. It was so easy for, well, not so easy, but you know what I mean? For Russell to just counteract anything he was trying to do, it was, there was nothing there. I was really surprised at what's meant to be a really, really good manager and really up-and-coming manager. Really poor. Just genuinely thought really poor. And then like that, just cribbing and crying about decisions after the game. Do you know what I mean? It shouldn't be the case. And I actually like Russell's point as well. Russell was asked after the game as well about the penalty. And he was honest. He just says, well, listen, he says, I've come in after 
more games now complaining about decisions that have gone against me. You just have to get on with it. So you have, yeah. you have to be honest about things. Do you know what I mean? Your team wasn't up to it on the day. Let's face facts. And doing for all the, I suppose, the, the good, the getting the win and the, the enjoyment and the excitement. But um, I suppose on, on Friday morning, we, we heard the news of of the passing of, I suppose, one of our, one of our great supporters. Yeah, Ronan, very sad news. Uh, poor Jim Lynch died suddenly on, on Friday morning. Um, I know myself and Jerry would have often met Jim up and down the country, home or away, but nearly in every way match that you'd ever go to, Jim was a constant, fix, constant fixture. And you meet him down the town and always stop to have a chat. Mad, mad Rovers man, passionate to the backbone and a massive loss to the club. So our deepest sympathies to the Lynch family on, on Jim's sad passing. Um, I'm sure he was smiling down on Rovers on Friday night because um, um, that result would have bring a, 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 a glint to his eye, you know, but rest in peace, Jim. This is Sean from America. Uh, another great game. We got the got another goal. Another clean sheet. Another win. Uh, making that gap bigger. I thought we were very good in the second half. First half we weren't too bad, um, but not that great. You know. At this point, it doesn't really matter. Um, points is all we're looking for. But I have to say, the uh, the attitude, the performance, the work in the last few games has been um, excellent. I mean, it's it's been what we've been looking for all season, and it's it's kind of gone back to like we were at the beginning of the season. So whatever John Russell identified and said things were going to be changing um looks like they have and they have and they've turned our season around so far uh, hopefully we can keep it rolling and for me reese man of the match i thought he was excellent up and down the wing um, all game defensively you know he put in the uh he put in the assist for seven and there you go um, subs were good. Um, you know, Nile, he was excellent as well. Um, somebody check his pocket for Michael Duffy. He's probably still in there. Um, I mean, what can you say? Um, brushy, another clean sheet, second in a row. Let's, uh, let's hope they keep this thing rolling and, uh, make it fun to watch. Up to Rovers. How's things, lads? James here in Gertrude, sending you my shout from the shed end. Um, look, lads, absolutely delighted with that. Delighted. Um, you know, before the UCD game, we were told by John that we'd, we'd see a different swagger Rovers side, and we have. Um, you know, we've we've seen a great and determination, and you know, even something simple as winning second balls, something that we've lacked all season long. You know, this just just a determination and showing that you want to play for the club. And um, we've seen it the last two weeks, you know, and even last week, going back to UCD game, the UCD game, it wasn't pretty, but, you know, we kept a clean sheet, scored two, 
can't ask for any more than that. Um, and I think I think Richard Brush has been good since he came into goals. You know, an experienced head is what we need at this point in time and in the position we're in. I think David Cawley has been absolutely fantastic, and he's shown us why he's the captain of our club. And everyone around him will only benefit from that. Um, last night as well, I think Reese was fantastic. Reese Hutchinson was very good. Um, probably my man of the match, I think. Um, but yeah, look, uh, the referee was abysmal, uh, as per usual, but I don't think anyone expects any different at this stage. Um, and I think we might have been... Uh, we were luck Well, look, I think we were lucky in the second half with his decisions, but, um, you know when you think of some of the ridiculous decisions we've been on the receiving end of this season. Even going back to the Derry game and the Brandywell, you know, and so many times we've got absolutely robbed by decisions. So it was nice to be on the, the good side of that for once. But even even so, I think we were fully deserving of three points, realistically. Um, I, you know, Derry have been, you know, for, for a team that have so much money behind them and they were tipped to go very well this season and to really give Shamrock Rovers a go. And, you know, Shamrock Rovers have given them every opportunity this season to go top and to, to you know, pull away from them and they just haven't been able to do it. And, you know, I think we were, we were, we were the better team last night and we fully deserved the three points. So, look, all in all, delighted. Um, we're nine points ahead now of Cork. Uh, I'm not going to say any more on that because I don't want to jinx it, but um, we're looking good and if we can um, keep these performance levels up and continue with this, you know, determination and grit and, you know, pride to play for Sligo Rovers, we'll be just fine. So, look, anyways, thanks a million and uh, up the Rovers. Right, lads, final parts of this week's show now. We'll look ahead to the last men's game before an extended break and is Bowes away on Friday night, Sean. Um you suppose full of confidence going into this one, really. Yeah, we've put ourselves in a nice position now, Ronan, where there's no massive pressure on us going into this game. We can travel up in hope and a little bit of expectation, I suppose, but I think we'd be We'd be a good state to get a point, I think, up there. Uh, Bows haven't been firing away better than us this year. Um, there hasn't been much between us. I think they, you know, they had one, they had one good win against us. We bet them as well at home, and the first game at home was a very tight affair again. Another stupid goal that we conceded. But I, uh, I wouldn't be going up there with any fear at the moment. Uh, I'd fancy us to get a point, you know, and I'd be, I'd be delighted with that as well. I think that would really put the icing on the cake for us being safe with the way scores are going at the moment this evening. So um but no, I be I, I look forward to the game to be honest with you. And do would you would you make any changes or would you go with the, the tried and trusted as we've seen the last the last while? Um I wouldn't run to be honest with you because there's a win inside again. Uh I don't see why you would change a win inside. Uh, maybe if you were to make a change, you'd probably look at if if he's fit to find some way of getting Fabrice Herpin on the on the pitch because um, that big pitch will 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 suit him. But um, look at like Sean said there, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too concerned. It's a free hit for us. The pressure's on them if they're fighting for European football. 
I see their goal down against Shelburne there in Saverton. So um, they're fighting for European football. The pressure's on them. Um, so like we just go and we do our own thing. Uh, focus, about our, focus on ourselves. And, you know, see what happens. And Jerry, I suppose it's the last game before the break, so you'll be hoping to, to go out with a bang. Yeah. Um, like the boys were saying, I wouldn't really go up there. Look, I wouldn't go up there with any fear at all. Generally, you wouldn't anyways. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, as we're recording now, Shells are beating Bows 1-0. So, if that stays the way it is, or even if it doesn't stay the way it is, like Bows are under huge, huge pressure to to get a win against us so it will be tough um, you know for it's not so long ago they thought they were going to win the league and now they'll be blessed to get Europe it looks like they'll have to, to get Europe through the cup so yeah a lot of pressure building in there for them and it'll be interesting to see they could end up you know with a season uh, having having no European qualification or no cup or no league title or whatever so yeah um so it'll be interesting, yeah. Look, as in terms of would I change any any of the players around? You probably would bring in Hartman if yeah if he's available. In fairness, like you know, he gives you that extra bit that um not every player can in terms that he can he can change a game and you know in one one move or uh, something that he can do off the cuff. So I'd be bringing him in, I think. But I I go up there, you know, and I'm looking forward to it as well. And and David, I suppose. You know, Donald's kind of mentioned the previous results and yes, there's the last time we were up there this year, lost 2-0, so it's it's not really revenge, but certainly you'll be hoping for the way we're looking at the moment to to for for a better result, certainly on uh, on Friday night. Yeah, you'd be looking to to go up and even it out. Uh, they've beaten us twice and, and we've got one over them. So, yeah, I think... As we said at the start of the year when they were flying and it was talking and winning the league, well, certainly from their side, not from our side. And we knew Decky Devine's teams are full of piss and vinegar and eventually run out of steam. So, yeah, I, I especially the way the result goes tonight, it's a massive um, pressure test for them on Friday night rather than it being the other way around, given how our results have gone. So, yeah, like I said with the lads and the lads have said, um, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely nothing to fear going up there and hope. Would take a point, um, but wouldn't be surprised if we nicked all three. Wouldn't make too many changes. Again, it's looking at Hartman maybe coming in, but I'm quietly confident that we can get more than one. But like I said, I'll, I'll take a point home from, from Daily Mount Friday night, no problem at all. Lads, with regards to Hartman going into the side as well, um, who would you take out though? Like, Branifak, I thought, was very good against Derry the other night as well. And then, like, I can't see O'Sullivan been dropped at the moment with the effort he's put into the last two games. I'd imagine it would be Branifak. But like that, it's not taking anything away from him. I think it's just a natural shift. Or, or not a, a like-for-like in terms of position, maybe. Going out on the right-hand side. Um, but nothing to do with performances or anything like that, if he was good the other night as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a tough one, but... That's if if he does actually come into the side. I think maybe with, with a half an hour to go or something like that, he could be a man to bring in and just kind of stretch things a bit. Maybe that's that's that 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 could be the option there as well. Like Dave says there, like Branfleck has been. I love Branfleck. I have to say, I I think he wears his heart in his sleeve. It, uh, he never gives anything but one hundred ten percent, and his attitude is absolutely top class. So 
you know, like if you'd let Brandon Flex on the on, on, on the pitch, like you'd be doing well. So I would be kind of looking to drop him too. But um uh yeah, maybe the thing is is to kind of introduce Hartman with 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 but it's a half an hour left that um you can stretch that 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 both defence. I think we're still in the game. Just in fairness to Brandon Flex too, he does give you that threat from set pieces and from crosses into the box because his assists are well up there. So, you know, he he offers that threat too. So it's a it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Exactly what I was gonna say. It's a good problem to have now. You got bodies, Cedar Pros available again, you know, two different types of players, but you know, it's it's a nice little headache for John Russell to have, absolutely. Uh predictions, lads, Donald. I know you didn't make a prediction yeah. last week, but no, I'm not. I'm I Ron, you might give Wesley Cheris a text message there and ask him to make a prediction for me, would you? I will. Don't worry. Cheers. Sean. I'd love a draw. You would love a draw. Jerry. Um, I think I'll go for a one all draw. And David. Keep the show on the road. Two one rovers. Two one rovers. What about yourself? I would agree with you, to be honest. Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Sean. Cheers, lads. Cheers, Jerry. Ciao, Ronan. And thank you, David. Cheers, lads. Uh, those thousands Thanks, of Sligo people. I was proud. I mean, that one. Best, Best town in the world. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. More drama here. Gilani. North. Elding. 3-2. They'll be looking for Stenson's head away at the far post. And over it comes Elliot. Stenson. 1-1. Yeah.